Welcome to In Between the Pages of Life podcast, a podcast dedicated to telling the stories that are sometimes heard, but yet unseen. Take a seat and listen with your hosts, Nadir Rose and K. Noel. What's going on, people? This is K Noel and Nadia the Rose. We're coming back with another episode again this week. Nadia the Rose, how are you doing today? I am doing good. It's been a good day. How are you? I'm doing great. Been grinding all day. I had an off day, but I had an off day from my work job. But of course, on the business, I'm still working. That's a never ending. Ain't that right? I actually took off from school and the business today to get my house together. We having some company tomorrow. Okay. Hey, every now and then you, you do need a, a, a mental day anyway. That That's something I would highly suggest to people when they're working aside, you know, their main job and then they have a business on the side. Sometimes you need a mental day for yourself because you don't want to overload yourself. I know. And that's so funny that you mentioned that because me and Najee just scheduled our mental day. It's actually going to be the 31st, and I got daycare taken care of. My mother is going to come into town and watch these kids overnight, and we are just going to leave for a night and find us a hotel with a restaurant at the bottom of it, and we're just going to just take that day for ourselves. So y'all actually scheduled a meal today. I need to talk to Olivia about that, and we may need to do some. That's a good idea. You have to, and me and Najee used to do when we were in, not well, engaged and dating. We used to do a lock-in day, so he would come to my house early, like seven or eight in the morning, and we would just lock ourselves in the house. We would watch movies all day. We ordered pizza. Like if we didn't have it in the house, we just didn't have it because we were not leaving the house that day, and that was our lock-in day. Don't call us because we're not picking up. <laughs> If you can reach out to us on social media, but we're not checking it. It's me, him, and whatever we doing, okay? So y'all really have to, especially, you know, because we got the kids now, so we have to plan a little different. We can't just wake up and be like, it's a lock-in day, because we need, you know, a break. So we got to get daycare and all that stuff set it up. But you guys shouldn't do it. Just wake up one day and be like, girl, you know what? We ain't even leaving the house today, baby. We ordering in breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. Hey, we have our lock-in day, but I think with our lock-in, I'm still working. So I have to put, because, mm. you know, I'm more of a homebody anyway, but I have to get to the point where I'm not doing anything for the day. Yeah, you really, you really have to take that day and you'll be surprised how refreshed you feel after a day like that. Because even today, I can't even count it as a mental health day because even though I wasn't working or doing school, I still was cleaning up like literally all, all day. So we were just like, yo, we need a break. We need a break from this house, from these kids. You know, the pandemic hit, so we haven't been able to go anywhere. Yeah, I, I think that's very important then, especially within this year, 2020, because all that we're experiencing this year and that nut that we so often see on TV, I, I have to- Don't you start. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know I can't tell you what to do. Start it up. I'll follow you. <laughs> I sometimes have to take a break from watching the news and all that kind of stuff because I get tired of seeing that face on TV. You really do. That's one thing I do love about our um, lock-ins. And, well, now it's not a lock-in because we'll be out. So I guess I'll call it our mental health days. The only time that we are on the phone is if whoever has our kids are calling and my mom don't call so we don't have our phone it'll be on it'll be close to us but we're not checking messages we're not on instagram it is me and him whatever we eating whatever we watching yeah and i I think that is very important because i I think that if not careful it can drive you crazy i was looking at i started to say i meant to send that to y'all it was funny but it wasn't funny but it, it, it was more of a, it was more of reality. Somebody posted something on, I think it was either Facebook or Instagram. And it was like Rudolph was just sitting on the edge. He was just looking out. Well, it was a deer and somebody said it was Rudolph. And it, it, it was just like, he, and it was like he was wondering if we we're gonna have a Christmas this year. And I was like, wow. And then, you know, some people said he was he, he could have been mentally struggling, you know, all this kind of stuff. But, you know, you, you never realize how many people are mentally struggling. And they just, and sometimes we just need a mental break because we're seeing so much happening. We're seeing so much happening within the black community. We're seeing so much happening with COVID and it, it's mentally draining. We're also seeing a lot happening with the mental health community and the domestic violence community with this lock-in as well. And I don't want to leave them out. You know, this is tough on them as well. Right. So, and the domestic violence, that's that's a whole nother traumatic place in itself because you're you're dealing with some, well, I don't know from experience, but I can imagine, you know, all that they're mentally dealing with and to be stuck there. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, nothing to be taken lightly at all. Right. So, and and so that's one thing that we really want to encourage y'all. Make sure you you take a mental day because it is very needed. It is. And while we're on the topic, I know this is a little off topic, but whenever I talk about it, I have to put it out there. If you are the victim of domestic violence and you need to speak with someone, the hotline number is 1-800-799-7233. Again, 800-799-7233. You do not have to go through that alone. There are people and resources out there to help you. Yeah, that's that's definitely key to, to know that. You know there are resources out there and you know that's that's one thing I, I i can say that i do love about you know the world now you know there are people out there and i would say god put it on their hearts you know to, to that's their passion and you know they they put those help that help out there so it's you, you know you're not out there alone you just it, it takes coming across somebody that knows the resources that's just like this podcast you just put the you know the number out there and, you know, made it known that this is some help out there. Yeah, I just like to, you know, information is power. So even if it's not you, feel free to take that number down and share it with a friend if ever needed. Right, yeah, I know that's that's a number that I will keep myself. And just remind me, we will put that in in the notes for the podcast description so that, you know, it's, it's visibly there too. Oh, 
Oh, cool. I definitely will. I definitely will. I'm a big advocate. I'm more of a by trade. I am a professional sexual assault victim advocate. But, you know, that does tend to go hand in hand with domestic violence. And it is Domestic Violence Month. So I just wanted to you know, put that information out there. Something I'm very passionate about. Right. Yeah. So so what's some other things that you're passionate about? Mm. Yeah, I'm passionate about not going crazy. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think that's what we're going to talk about today. I feel like we should be talking about mental health and mental health check-ins, mental health days. Noel, how is your mental health going? I have my days. I'll be honest. I, I have my days that because there's so much going on then, especially at work, you know, being working in the custodial department, you know, I'm a supervisor, but it, it's, it's, it's such challenging now because, you know, you got you, your hands, our hands, lives are in the hands of the students now because if we don't have students on campus especially my job you know it's it's kind of it's no need for us so you know i have my days that you know sometimes i worry but then you know, i have to shake myself you know and that's and that's the reason why i'm building relentless motivational group that's true and let's give a shout out to all of our custodials at this moment just because i know that you know people aren't giving y'all commercials like they're doing the nurses and the doctors but you guys are very important, especially in a time like this. You know, people are already so crazy about being around someone who has COVID and making sure that they're washing their hands and stuff. But what about the people who are literally paid to clean what could possibly be COVID droplets? Or, you know, it's like you're almost like a first responder yourself like does that cause you any stress i mean you're a supervisor so you're not the one doing the actual cleaning most of the time but does it cause you stress or concern knowing that you're managing people who are honestly risking their own lives to make sure that we have a safe environment yeah very much so and even right now even us as supervisors because we've been extremely short staff so we have you know we don't roll up our sleeves and we're out there even cleaning now ourselves and you know because in like i, I supervise the housing area our team they disinf- they go ahead and disinfect the high touch areas three times a day so you know we're doing all that we can you know to make sure everyone's safe but and I tell my staff, you know, I feel like my responsibility first is to make sure they're safe. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's very concerning. And then, you know, sometimes you, you have the fearful, you know, and I, I have to, I had to learn to balance myself as far as fear and, you know, kind of put that in the back of my mind. You know, it's still there, but kind of put it back in my mind because if I keep it at the front of my mind, it's going to literally drive me crazy because sometimes fear can do that. That's true. That's very true. So it's it's very, this year has been very challenging because it's so different. And to know you're you're probably the least appreciated. Yes, yes. And you know, I guess it's that old saying, I'm sure you heard it a thousand times, but I was taught to treat the custodian with the same amount of respect that I would treat the CEO and people aren't people aren't like that anymore you know they it's a it's a thankless job and 
I see him around my campus a lot because I'm, you know, in school full time. And I actually know, I'm not going to put it out there, but I actually know all of their names because I talk to them and stuff. They're all really sweet ladies. We don't have any males, but, you know, I try to let them know that they're appreciated. Even before, that's actually how I know them because I would talk to them. Like, as soon as when I first started going to the school because I was taking night classes, and that's when they worked majority of the time. So I would see them, and you know, we became very friendly, and you know, just talking to them. And just like, you know, people will walk past them and not say anything. People will throw things on the floor in front of them. It's just it's a really thankless job, but I want them to know I appreciate you. Yeah, it, it, for, for me, it has been a humbling job. And it, it I've learned, I've tried to learn lessons from everything. And mm-hmm. it, it has taught me to appreciate everyone, especially like when COVID happened. Like we, we do our grocery shopping once a month because I hate going to the grocery store. So mm-hmm. I get paid once a month. That once a month, I'm, we're going to the grocery store, get everything we get weekend for the whole month but during that time you know when everything was shut down you know the grocery stores had to stay open yeah so I, I would let you know then every you know you had the person i know in Publix anyway they literally had somebody there just to watch to disinfect your cart before you take it mm-hmm. and i would let him know you know man hey we appreciate you very much you know even to them you know to everyone else is it's not you know it's just whatever but it looks like a small job but it's so important right now when I, I like to do the pickup click list with Kroger and stuff, for, mm-hmm. you know, for the stuff that they do have. You know, I, I've now tipped them because I, I see, you know, it's it's a lot on them, especially now because everybody's doing curbside pickup. And to, yeah, or delivery. Yeah, and to deal with everybody who has attitudes and stuff. I mean, that ain't it because sometimes you want to lose your patience. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. And yeah, and just, you know, even like you were saying, it made me think because we have the, well, not I, someone in my household has the subscription to Instacart, which is a food delivery service. And, you know, even them, like, you know, they're not at the Kroger's or the Walmart or the public bringing the groceries out to you, but they're actually doing the shopping and bringing it to your house, which has been a big help for my family because we do have three people. Well, I'm not, I'm no longer immune compromised. I was when I was pregnant and right after I had him, but you know, now I'm considered to be a healthy young adult. So I have two other people who are immune compromised in the house and being able to get the groceries delivered has been a big help. And we have to show appreciation for those people who are risking their lives so that honestly, so that we don't have to. Right. And, and you you never realize how difficult that people's jobs can be. And we don't even know it, but they may not even be making that much. So, and, you know, they're doing us a service right now. They are. And while we're saying that, you guys, my people, my people, let me let me let you in on something. Uh-oh. I am not the biggest. I tip based on service in a restaurant. So I would be one of those people, y'all can send me hate letters and death threats if you want. If you're a sucky server, I'm not tipping you. Like, I don't care, I'm not doing it. But I cannot be, I cannot just stress this enough. If you are getting your groceries delivered, tip your people, okay? If you're getting your food delivered, tip your 
people, especially if you order in not nice weather. These people are driving, getting out of their cars, walking up steps, walking in unfamiliar territory. Tip your delivery people, okay? Okay? I'm passionate about that. Tip them people. And that's for those, I, I'm gonna repeat something she said, that's for those that's giving that good customer service now. No, no, no. That's for my servers when I go inside a restaurant. I haven't been okay. in a restaurant in a long time. But if you're delivering my food, I tell you, I don't. You can, you can be like, here's your crap, and drop it on the ground, and I would still tip. Like you, you got out the car. Like I wasn't about to get out the car. Like I'm a tip. I'm mad, and I'm gonna rate you one star. But I'm a tip. <laughs> you better. It's only gonna be ten percent because you made me mad. But I'm a tip because I was not. I'm just real big on that. Like. I, I don't want to get in my car and drive and I'm so appreciative that there are people out there who will do that for me so tip tip your delivery people okay they either always real real young or real real old and they make me sad especially when they real old because I live downstairs right and I buy a lot of groceries for to be delivered <laughs> But shout out to those who are doing that. We we want you to know that we we absolutely do appreciate you. Yep, all my Uber Eats, Waiter, Instacart, shout out to you. Y'all been holding me down all pandemic. <laughs> shout out to you, especially Waiter. <laughs> I've only used them a couple of times because see, I sometimes get cheap. And I be looking at the price. I'm the type, I'm gonna look at the price that it says on waiter compared to the website, because one of them be charging really high. I, you know what, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Waiter was my people, waiter held it down, but I ain't ordered waiters since probably July because of that same reason. So so I recently found out that they upped the price. So I did that on um, whatever I wanted to order, whatever, I think it was something I wanted to eat, whatever. And my friend had told me that waiter charged too much and she broke it down. So I went, I kid you not, it was $7.99 on the website and $12.99 on waiter. I ain't used waiter since. But y'all used to hold it down and my husband used to work for them, so that's why I was shouting them out. But I don't use them no more. <laughs> and they charging me. And I cook a lot now. I cook a lot. Every day I cook. Except for today, my husband made some bomb spaghetti with wheat noodles. Yes, it was Man, I need to drive down because, yeah. Yeah, you come on, y'all. I don't learn how to make almond butter, too. It was delicious. Now, you got to explain to me, what is almond butter? Because I, I meant to ask Livia about that. Okay, so almond butter is like peanut butter, but it's made with almonds. So if you, and you guys can do it too if you're listening. If you go and look at um, your peanut butter that you have, I don't even know if you guys eat peanut butter, but I have a toddler who does. So I need to make sure that I have peanut butter in the house at all times. But if you go look on the label, there are things in peanut butter that you don't know what they are and you can't pronounce it. And I don't think you should eat anything that you don't know what it is. So I was doing some research and decided to do almond butter. So I used almond, almond milk, honey, and cinnamon. And I made almond butter and it was delicious. So it's just like peanut butter, but it's made from almonds. And it only has those four ingredients. And I think I'm the only one that used milk in my peanut butter because when I was looking at the recipes, no one else was using milk, but I wanted some milk in mine, so. 
if you don't use the milk, then it's only three ingredients. So that's a little clean eating for y'all. Okay, so now I know what it is. Call me slow or whatever, but when you said almond butter, I'm thinking like it's some, some kind of actual butter. I didn't you know, think- No, don't like, feel bad. It was me too. I thought, <laughs> I thought that too. I thought. <laughs> I thought it was like something you like freeze your pan with, like before you go in and like, you know, <laughs> saute your salmon or something, but it's not, it's more of a peanut butter. <laughs> okay, so, all right, I'm not by myself then. No, 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 you're not. You know, I'm getting into this clean eating though. Your wife is inspiring me. Yeah, I'm slowly but surely getting there. I've been doing, I, most of this month so far, I've been eating them but salad. So, oh. but, uh, but. Salad though. today. The, the cupcakes threw me for a loop that I had, but yeah. I was about to say, yeah, I don't feel bad. I had pizza too. <laughs> but other than that, I've been, I've been doing somewhat good and I can tell I'm dropping some weight because of my clothes, so yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, she's y'all that, yeah. Y'all that type of person. She just make it and you just eat it because she cooked it. Let me tell you about me, so. And I, and I get on people's nerves at work like that because I'm very strategic. Mm-hmm. I plan out everything. I have the whole I, at begin at the end of a at the end of each month. I plan out a whole menu for the whole month, and and I strategize it just like that. So I already know what. That's how I order a whole month worth of food because I already know what to order. Because if not, I feel like I'm just gonna order this, that, and everything, and I'm gonna spend more money than being organized. Now, do you do you print the list out or what do you do? Not because I'm doing a click list. Oh, okay. See, we do something similar like that. We do our groceries on Friday. And I haven't been liking how Instacart been doing my fruits and vegetables. It wasn't the best produce. Like, you know, my strawberries was going bad. Made me think that maybe it had mold on it when they bought it. So we actually went into Publix today to get our own stuff. It was interesting, but we did get some of the things that, well, actually we got two. We got two things that weren't on the list, so we did pretty good, but I tried to stick with the list. Yeah, I mean, it, now there are certain things that I will go into the store to get because some stuff I just don't trust the people to pick out correctly like I would want. And mm-hmm. and or like, because I'm doing like the way they're going through the store grocery shopping and I will, you know, put, please make sure it's fresh. I'll add the notes in there. So- Oh, maybe I should try that. Yeah, so and that's 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 what I but see this the catch though. Because of the way you're doing it, you know, they're going in as a customer. I'm doing it as, you know, for you know, through them, so they're probably can go through the back and get me some fresh stuff. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is yours truly, the relentless motivator, K Noel. Hey, if you haven't heard yet, I need you to run over to the Pursuit of Passion podcast with K. Noel and join me for a new episode every Thursday. I'm looking forward to you joining in with me as we're encouraging you for your journey. Hey, listen, we are all in this together and we can do this because we're all in pursuit of our passion. Again, my name is K. Noel and I am the Relentless Motivator. So, like I said, I'm looking forward to you joining me on the podcast in pursuit of passion with K. Noel. And we're gonna have some, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have some laughs. We're gonna have some aha moments. So, hey, jump on over after you finish listening to In Between the Pages of Life. All right. You know, I'm 
know what? I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to just throw, go on and throw them up under the bus, y'all. I don't know about where y'all at, but my Walmart pickup people, I had to leave them alone. That's why I started paying for Instacart. Well, I didn't start paying for Instacart. That's why I started using somebody's Instacart. Because Walmart, I used to do the drive up and they bring it out. Man, every it would be like, honestly, and they did this like three times, Noel. I order on the site, I get it home. Like I pick it up, I get it home, and I'm like, you know, putting it where it goes, mold already on it. And I would send pictures to Walmart customer service, like, and they did it three times. And then I was like, you know what? Y'all produce ain't that good anyway. I'm going to public. And then I haven't been using them no more. And we don't have a Kroger's here. Because if we did, I'd be using Kroger. Well, let's see, first of all, I don't eat certain foods from Walmart. I just don't trust anyway. I already had stopped buying their meat. And now I'm off their produce. Now I'm off their everything. I get none of my stuff. Anything I couldn't get from Publix, like I needed some towels, I got them from Target. Now see, this is where I'm probably gonna get some hate mail, but I am not a big fan of Walmart. This is why. If you notice, and most of the time, it's always Walmart that has the recalls. I haven't, I, I haven't been paying attention. Yeah, I pay attention to that stuff because we got Thanksgiving coming up. So mm -hmm. just a disclaimer, if you're going to get your turkey now, go ahead and get it now because eventually this year, especially because it's 2020, it's going to be a recall on turkeys and ham. That's true. And then it happens around the 4th. Ground beef is a recall. So this must be some kind of conspiracy. I don't know what it is. Or maybe everybody's just trying to You know to what it is? Meat. This is my guess. Oh, yep, that was it. That was my guess. What you said, everybody rushing, trying to get them turkeys out and yeah. getting it contaminated. Yeah, so. And I know we just like, honestly, we ain't going to get no sponsorships because we just blasting everybody. <laughs> but our target here is a little shady. Like, in the last two years, three people have been like almost abducted from our target and they were all kids and i mean like almost abducted like police called like they were snatched and the mom had to fight for them back like our target is <laughs> i don't know what's going on but i don't bring my kids in there because i don't have time i just do they drive drive up pickup and i like them better than walmart because you can get your stuff that day. Like they guarantee your whole order will be ready in four hours or less. That's okay, because we will burn the city down. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, our target, our target is off the chain. And it's on the good side of town. It's on the nice side of town. And- I'm not going there. Right. Huh? I'm not going there. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. It's don't a reason for that. Car. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, don't get, don't get out of our car. But yeah, it's on the nice side. The nice side of Target. But think about what you're saying now. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm going to wait till, the, till we finish recording. Well, you say it because it ain't clicking for me. This is our podcast. You say what you got to say. No, because I don't want to lose any followers. You get, we just getting started. <laughs> yeah, my teacher, well, you know, God bless her heart. She, she, you know, she one of them people. And she mad because Target won't let her, you know, let her bring her gun in the store. So she banning Target for that. And, you know, I, you know, like I said, I Target a little shady, you know, so it's shady on the good side. Like, it's right. Like, it's on the same strip as a fresh market. Like, who kidnapping people at Target? But, you know, all right. That's what we got going on in the ghetto over here. 
Yeah, but I'm just going to change the subject because I'm just itching to say what I want to say. You need to go on and tell me. I want to know now so I can roast whoever you roast. Go and put it out there. Nah, we ain't going there. We, we might lose a lot of followers then, so. Say what you going to say. Our people are our people. Y'all tell them y'all can handle it. No, they are not ready for it. They're not ready. It's too, it's too early. Yeah, so I'm being All right. I'm being strategic right now. Text it to me. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. Yeah, go on, text him because I want to know. It might be something I need to, you know, put out there myself. Well, if you put it out there, I'm not going to put it out there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to put it out there, y'all. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put it out there because I don't care. I agree for So I ain't going to tell y'all what he said to me but I told him that you know you guys heard it Target is on the good side of town here and you know he was like it's them people and if y'all know y'all it's them people like it's them people and y'all know y'all know it's them people y'all know it is who, who we kidnapping who we kidnapping like you know it's stereotypical, like, you know, the stereotype is we don't even want to take care of our own kids, so we ain't kidnapping nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they gonna, you know what, that's fine. That's fine. We gonna have to pay for this podcast ourselves for the rest of the- We done lost all our, all, all, all of it. Nobody dealing with us. But y'all know, y'all know it's some people. I wish y'all could see me because I'm showing sure up well. It's them people right there. That's what <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you know, then you know. But y'all knew. I ain't even. That's why I didn't even have to tell them. They knew it was them people. Matter of fact, this is another story about them people. I'm just gonna say it because it reminded me of it. <laughs> So we were watching the news one day when I was in middle school and it was me, my mother, my grandmother, Sally, and my sister, my grandfather, Tommy. And we were at that house and we was watching the news and it was talking about, I was talking about this child abuse case, which wasn't, it's not funny at all, you know, no kind of abuse is, but they were, you know, my grandmother went into the kitchen, but the TV was on like she could still hear. Right. And so the news was like, um, I'm just gonna give y'all like an estimate of what it was saying, like a paraphrase. 13 year old child found in kitchen coop early Thursday morning, says that parents made her sleep in the chicken coop for the last two weeks. (sighs) Out of nowhere, my grandmother said, I tell you something, them people always doing something. (laughs) But what was so funny is they didn't say who it was. Like, you know, they just said the storyline. But she knew. She knew. Because it'd be, you know, y'all know it too. Y'all know it too. Like, you know, you hear certain stuff and you'd be like, yep, we already know. And it worked both ways because you hear some stuff and you'd be like, yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. We might need but this. the chicken coop and um, you know, let me let me do a vice versa. Like this is what it would have been if it was <laughs> thirteen year old child hospitalized after attempting to attack mom for forcing her to go into a chicken coop. Like you know, 
that would have been our storyline. Like you might would have got me that first night, that first night. Come on, Z, we gotta go outside. I want you to go in there and feed them. You could have got me that first night and locked the door. That second, that that second night, we scrapping. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll never forget the time I tried to fight my dad. That just made me think about that. Yeah. Now, my daddy is much smaller than I am. He's shorter than everything. That man picked me up and slammed me. Wow. I, I never tried him ever again. It's funny because we're just bouncing stories off each other. But you're talking about trying to fight somebody. Let me tell you about your wife. <laughs> and let me just give you a little background on his wife. She is one of the funniest people you will ever meet. She has a temper on her, but it takes a lot. It takes so much for her to get to that point. And when she was younger, she was very quiet, very shy, very sweet. And I wasn't. I was very bossy. I was very mean. And if we're being honest, I was a little bit of a bully. And she just kind of let me run the house. Like she was, she's older than me, but she let me run the house. Whatever I want to do, she down. Like, you know, just leave me out of it. And I wanted her to do something. Like, I don't know what it was. And she wouldn't do it for me. Yo, I hauled off and hit this chick. (laughs) (laughs) I swear it probably took like maybe a good 20 minutes for my soul to return back to my body after she punched me. I just never saw it coming. Like you, you, you know your wife. She is she feisty now, but imagine child her. Like she was so <laughs> sweet, and I just I never saw it coming. And y'all, you know, so I get back up and I'm about to defend myself, and I'm a fight. I don't care, y'all. She beat the brakes off me for like a good ten minutes. Like she beat me. <laughs> she beat me like I was somebody off the street, and. I think that was the last time I hit her first. I, I tell you that, you know, I, I fought her again, but um, she hit me first that time, but that was it. I wasn't trying her no more. Like that was the <laughs> first and the last time I ever hit that girl first. Like, um, she beat my soul out, y'all. She told me up. I'm gonna have to you, like, you ever get beat, I don't know if you ever been in a fight, but you ever just get beat so bad, you just gotta go sit down. <laughs> one, of them, <laughs> one of them beatings, like I can't even talk crap when I walk away, cause I'm scared she gonna follow me. I'm gonna ask her about that one. <laughs> you should ask her, matter of fact, tell her we were in the blue apartment, she beat me down. And my mom wasn't home, so normally she'll come and break it up when we got too loud, I just had to take that beating. <laughs> I think we're going to title this podcast, Them People, this episode. Ooh, that, yeah, Them People, which is totally so off topic from what our topic was supposed to be that got changed. So it's off topic from both of our previous topics. But that's what I love about working with you. We just let it flow. Well, I, I mean, and you know what, considering what we, we was talking about and we were talking about mental break, I, I think everybody that's listening today, considering all that we have been dealing with and we're getting close to the election and all this kind of stuff, we, our listeners need a mental break today too. So welcome to the oh, mental yeah. break episode. I will say just as far as the election and I'm not going to put who I'm voting for, but y'all know who I'm voting for. Matter of fact, I am going to put it out. I'm voting for Biden, y'all, and Camilla. 
Is that how you, I don't even, how you say her name? I'm voting for her too. Like, that's who I'm voting for, y'all. And we were talking about the debate, the presidential debate, not the vice president debate. That y'all, that mess. thing was so, huh? That hot mess. That thing was so funny to me. And then y'all know what hit me? It wasn't a comedy. One of them people was going to be running our state. And it just made me so sad. Like, it was so sad, but it was so funny, y'all. Like, it looked like it came right off of Friends or Girlfriends episode. <laughs> I, I briefly mentioned this on Pursuit of Passion, but on this uh, on this podcast, I can just go ahead and say it. I briefly said how y'all don't have to worry about me running for president. I don't have the... the, the I'm a patient person. I'm very patient. I don't have the patience to run for president because I'm sorry that one guy is supposed to be president. I'm okay. sorry. If it was me and him up there for debate, I would have punched him in his face. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why you can't be president right there. Well, you might can be president, but you, I don't know. Hey, in this day and time, you know, and, and I'll say this. He has never had any experience as far as dealing with anything political. I was thinking about this stuff. Huh. Okay, you can tell. Obviously. Nobody is surprised that Donald Trump has never been in politics before. Like, one speech, and you can tell. But to our children coming up, this is what I want to say to you all. Don't ever let nobody tell you what you can't do. Because <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, this is perfect proof that you can be whatever you want you put your heart to. And your money. Yep. <laughs> Since we titled this episode, Them People, <laughs> which I love them people. I do, I love everybody. And I went to school with them people. Like them people don't bother me, like, you know. But you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's them people, they be, you know, doing crazy stuff. But since we talking about it, did y'all know, like, let's be real. Let's really think about it. Like real, real, think about it. Barack Obama went to college. He got his undergraduate. He got his law degree. He was an educated, eloquent man, well-spoken. And he had to fight very hard to win the election, even with all the experience behind him. And then this man comes up with half of that, not even half of what Obama brought to the table and becomes president. So that just shows you how much harder we have to work than them people to get to the very same spot. That is true. And I love what our potential vice president said. If you watch the debate against her and Pence, if she had to make it known, and I love how she put it, I am the only person on this stage who has ever prosecuted someone. Don't try and tell me. And I think that was so important because we have to remind people, we know, we are educated on this topic. We know what we're talking about, but it's that it's that arrogance. And honestly, it's the arrogance and the white privilege that make you think that you can talk to a former lawyer and prosecutor about the law. Like, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like. 
you know so i love how she just reminds him like you know i am the only one here who knows what they're talking about and don't forget it and i love how classy and eloquently she did it right but and and that that goes to show and and it's not just people of color it's, it's women that have to work even harder to to go after stuff that's true that's true and i just felt like for women of color it is obviously it's even harder for women of color than it is for caucasian women but they do share some of the same struggles right yeah but big shout out to 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 the women of color that's grinding hard because i that's one thing i've been seeing a lot of is the women of color how hard they're they're working and i'm talking about influential women at that and i'm I, i tell my best friend that man i am absolutely loving what i see and I, I don't think they get the recognition that they deserve. You all, y'all don't get the recognition. It's been a day. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Y'all don't get what you all deserve. And and, and, that, and that is an issue. And, and more and more women are stepping up to fight it. And, and, and there's going to be change. I mean, once Camilla get in the office as vice president, I'm, I'm hoping for change because we're well overdue for change, way overdue. And on top of that, I love, I love to, I love to see it, like you said. And what I'm seeing is, it's beautiful, honestly. What I'm seeing is people of color, especially women, but we appreciate our black men who do it too. They're making a space that has never been there before. And I want to give a shout out because, you know, a lot of people don't when we have these discussions. But I do want to give a shout out to our Caucasian males and females who are opening the door to those spaces. You know, we're very proud of who could possibly be our next future vice president. I'm so proud of her as a woman, as a black woman. I'm rooting for her and just, you know, especially when I have a daughter, like I, you know, I, I like Michelle Obama, like I like her. And now we have a vice president. So in her lifetime, she can't remember it, but you know, it's still in her lifetime. She's had a black first lady, possibly a black vice president. Like, you know, it's huge. And it is, in this case, a white male, Joe Biden, who asked her to be on, you know, his ticket. And we can't forget our allies, you know? Right. And when we say them people, you know, it's them people, but you know, we do have allies and we appreciate them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because they are willing to stand side by side with us. And I'm sure they're facing a lot of heat from their people that are the same color as them. and. And they're willing to step in to be uncomfortable because there are some people that may say, you know, they're they're standing side by side with us, but they're not willing to feel uncomfortable with it. So that's one thing I'm I'm learning. I always pay attention to the people that's willing to be uncomfortable to stand by your side or be uncomfortable to support you because that speaks volumes. 
And you know what? Since we're just on this topic, I want to put it out there to our allies, to our Caucasian allies. The way to be an ally, I'm sorry if you feel different than me on this subject, but I stand on this. The way to be an ally is to not tell us as people of color what needs to be done or what we need to do. You need to talk to your own people, correct your own people. That is what we need from our allies. I know a lot of people ask like, what can we do? How can we help? And as much as we appreciate, you know, you putting Black Lives Matter on Facebook or posting a black tile on Instagram, with Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, you need to correct grandma when she says racist stuff. Right. You need to correct your coworkers who say racist stuff. That is how you help us. You help us by teaching your own people how to be better. We got what we're doing over here. We need you to talk to your own people. And that is one of the best ways that you can help us as an ally is to correct injustice when you see it, small and big, because all of it starts out as small. And if someone is saying something you don't agree with, stand up for your Black counterpart. Don't let it go because there are no Black people in the room. That is how you be an ally. Be an ally when we're not around. Right, you, you, you definitely have to hold them accountable because accountability is everything. And, and all it takes is just one person to, to speak up because you you all can, you all are in those doors that we won't be in and can make change from within there. And, and some of you have children, your children are watching. And you, you're not only setting the tone for your family, like your brothers, sisters, mom and dad, but you're also setting the example for your children as well. I, I see it often, you know, how, you know, the example, you can tell a lot about a, a child, about a parent just from the child. So you're, you're setting the tone, you're setting the tone in your family. Don't just sit there and, and let them laugh and make jokes and stuff when you know deep down inside, and it's not even deep down inside, you know it already, just right there, that it's wrong. So so speak up. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That's what we want to see. That's how you become an ally, speaking up. Right. So. We've been chit-chatting with you all for a good little bit tonight. So, or tonight, this morning, whatever time of day you're listening. So, we gave a little information. We gave y'all some laughs and all that kind of stuff. So, you got anything else you want to say before we, we cut it off? That is it, you guys. I'm sorry we didn't have one specific topic for you guys, but I hope that you enjoy talking with us and or listening to us. But, you know, like always we want to know your opinion so don't forget let us know how you felt on these things absolutely shoot us shoot us an email you know podcast at relentlessmotivationalgroup.com and don't forget if you want to support us and some 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 financial you know that help make the show better because we got plans for you know the season two and stuff but you know everything costs so if you want to help us with that you know look in the description for how you can donate to us one way is on our anchor page the other way is on the uh, relentless motivational group website all right so with that being said you know the drill you all have a good evening good night a good morning and we are out 
How many goals have you set up for yourself when you gave up because it was too hard? How many times did you feel you weren't good enough because the journey seems tedious? I too felt this way, but then things changed. I realized I had to change how I think. I had to change who I was. I had to be relentless. I am K Noel. I want to tell you about my book, Be Relentless. It teaches how to understand your roar, your design path, hitting your mark, and much more. Purchase your copy of Be Relentless today at www.relentlessmotivationalgroup.com. It's not just another book. It's a movement. So are you ready to be relentless? Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of In Between the Pages of Life. To learn more about our podcast and view past episodes, visit relentlessmotivationalgroup.com. You can also join us at anchor.fm slash pages of life. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at Relentless Motivational Group LLC. If you like what you've heard and want to help us improve, you can donate via the website or Anchor page. Until next time, you guys.